now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with fellow Your Story Travel Guide, Gina. We pray that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 613, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. Call us today for a free quote. So listeners, we are doing a series of Walt Disney World resorts. Brad and I started this last week. And when we realized how much there were information there was to share with you, we decided that we we're going to have to break it up. And otherwise it would have been um, a mini series for one episode. So uh, we're breaking it up, different resorts from Walt Disney World. And last week, Brad and I did the two deluxe resorts, Animal Kingdom Lodge and Beach Club. So for installment two today, we're going to be talking about two more deluxe resorts, Boardwalk Inn and the Contemporary. There are always many factors to consider when choosing a resort for your lodging needs. So we hope to cover some of the main pros and cons to give you a bit more insight. One of these resorts we talk about today might just be a good fit for your upcoming trip. So Gina, I'm gonna kick off with the Boardwalk Inn. Um, we have not personally stayed at this resort, but I've got a lot of scoop on it. So we're gonna go through it and we've walked through it. I think the first Christmas, 2013 Christmas, we went there as soon as we got off the plane and got checked in because it wasn't enough time to go to a park. And we were just looking at the boardwalk and looking around and we went in the resort and Mickey and Minnie were all dressed up in their Christmas attire and we got to get our picture with them. So um, I know what it looks like. And so it's set in the turn of the century atlantic city is how they've set this hotel and it's situated on crescent lake which you probably know i don't know if the listeners know that but it is across the lake from the beach club and the yacht club and so you can take a little friendship boat to get there if you want there are dining and entertainment experiences available there there are a couple places that are just for people 21 and older there's like a dance club and then a piano bar this resort is located only minutes away from both epcot and disney's hollywood studios and like i said you could get there by boat but you can also walk because there is a walking path for you to walk so let's go ahead and hit some of the main highlights. It's within walking distance of both Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios, which are both also accessible by boat or Skyliner. Um, it's great for who want the nightlife. The Atlantic City style boardwalk hosts many lounges, restaurants, and entertainment venues. An amazing location, and you can also walk to Disney's Yacht and Beach Club. And you can also walk to Walt Disney World on a Dolphin Resorts for additional restaurants and, and entertainment as well. Yeah, it's it's very well situated. There are sometimes some street vendors there as well. So that is something that my kids really enjoyed, a mime, and then I believe a magician one time when we were there. So you may be wondering the theming and what's the vibe of the actual resort. Um, it's capturing the 20s and 30s of the Eastern Seaboard. Given the setting on the shores of Crescent Lake, it's a beautiful place to stroll and relax. And I have to say, I like to go there and just chill, like to sit on a bench. Um, it's reminiscent of easygoing, the era of entertainment, dining and vacation fun. And I really think that, I'm not saying that nobody goes there with kids because I have seen that, but I really feel like this is for young married couples, single people or older people. I feel like that's what they're trying to portray for them or try to get this more intimate, um, quieter resort 
atmosphere, or that's how I feel anyway. The lobby has beautiful furnishings with the whimsical carousel rugs, interesting models of roller coasters and carousels, and the music takes you back to Great Gatsby era. It has chandeliers and hard floors, which adds an element of elegance to the lively Fun at Heart Resort. And just outside the lobby is a wonderful deck with chairs to just relax, read a book, or just people watch. And we all know that people watching at Disney is better than any other place that you can people watch. It's amazing. So let's focus for a moment on some of the biggest advantages. Um, it's close proximity to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. There's four other premium resorts within walking distance, which, which makes it a sure bet for some great dining and entertainment options. It's great for those who love a little bit of a nightlife while on vacation. Um, and it's a lure for wanting to be pampered. And, and enjoyed all the amenities at a deluxe resort has to offer, um, just like all the other deluxe resorts. Right. Personally, if I go to a deluxe resort, I kind of feel like I need to just vacation at the deluxe resort and not worry about going to the parks. That's just me. Yeah, there's so much going on. <laughs> Some people get confused because there's the Boardwalk Inn, which is the resort that we're actually talking about today, and then there's the Boardwalk Villas. But the Boardwalk Villas are a part of the Disney Vac Vacation Club, and those have larger accommodations that include kitchenette or a full kitchen, washers and dryers. And um, the same Disney resort privileges apply to both. However, the DVC Villas do not have daily housekeeping as part of their nightly cost, which the DVC members know when they sign up for Disney Vacation Club. Right. So let's talk about what types of rooms and room views are available at Boardwalk Inn. There are 378 total rooms, and here's the breakdown of this. Standard view rooms um, usually overlook the manicured grounds or the gardens, the walkways, quiet pools, um, even the resort itself. These seem to be the most private since they are closed off from the actual boardwalk and the parking areas. Water view rooms, um, they usually overlook Crescent Lake and the boardwalk, and they tend to be a little bit more lively in the evening. And these rooms are sometimes referred to as preferred views within close, close proximity to the boardwalk. Uh, variable rooms, these are discounted because you are not guaranteed a view at all. There are also concierge service rooms offered. There are different levels of these, but all have added amenities such as robes, TV speaker in the bathroom, nightly turndown service, DVD player, and several food offerings throughout the day like refreshments, teas and sweets, wine and cheese, and some different kinds of desserts. The garden suites are very exclusive. They are two stories and are designed for honeymooners but can easily accommodate a family of four. Connecting and adjoining rooms are also available, but cannot be guaranteed. To even have a chance at getting these, you would need to request it up front when making your reservation. They will do their best to accommodate you, but again, there are no guarantees when it comes to special requests. There are also rooms equipped for those with special needs. Just discuss this with your travel agent at the time of your booking, and they can try and make sure that some of these special requests are granted. Yeah, I was under the misconception because the first time we went there, we had adjoining rooms, and I just thought that that was possible at all given times, but the um, now being an agent and doing more bookings and stuff, I know that they tell you that they'll try their best, but they won't guarantee it. And I had a family going and they really didn't want adjoining rooms with the mother-in-law, which I totally understand. <laughs> and so, and I don't mean because of, you know, you just want your privacy when you go to the room, you don't want to be able to open and go back and forth like you would in a 
condo or something if you were sharing it. And uh, right. so they're like, could you just tell my mother-in-law that they couldn't join our rooms? And I was like, sure, I'll be the bad guy. Okay. <laughs> I don't think out of all of the ones that I have booked that I've asked for, adjoining rooms have not received it. I was going to say, I think it, they really try to make it happen. Yeah. But yes, I would definitely say do it when you're first booking. So the room amenities include two queen beds and a day bed or a king bed and a day bed. And the day beds are usually made more for children. They usually say that on the website because once you get to be like 10 or 12 years old, you need a little bit more firm mattress and, you know, kids will sleep anywhere. They'll sleep on the floor. An armoire houses a flat screen TV and provides door space for your belongings. There's a desk with a built-in power bar and a small table that pulls out one chair, a spacious closet, a chest of drawers, and a private balcony or patio. Individual climate control, a mini fridge, ceiling fans, coffee makers are in the rooms. Closets contain ironing board, iron, portable cribs, small safe, and hangers. And the portable crib, I think you have to request. Right. When you're making the reservation, it can actually be the week before your trip. So alarm clocks are available upon request. The bathroom is great for more than one person trying to get ready in the morning. The toilet and bathtub are separate from the vanity area. The vanity has two sinks, which gives you plenty of counter space and a full length mirror on the door. I do like that they're doing, um, as they're refurbing a lot of the rooms, they're putting those full length mirrors on the door and that wasn't necessarily something that was always in them prior to the last three or four years or so. The vanity contains a hairdryer as well as a makeup mirror mounted on the wall. Smoke-free rooms, that is huge. Don't smoke in the room because you'll have to pay for it to be cleaned. Complimentary Wi-Fi service and room service is available from 6 a.m. until midnight. The one thing I was gonna say about the hairdryer is they are uh, cheaper hairdryers. So if you use a higher wattage, I always bring my own. I just feel like we need to let people know that because uh, the first time I tried to do it, it takes forever. Yes, it's it's really slow. It's like the one in the beauty shop <laughs> where you sit under there for like an hour. Uh-huh. So let's talk about some general resort services, amenities, and facilities. Let's talk parking first. Both South Park and Ballet are available. There are lots of spots available in South Park, though there is a fee for overnight self-parking. Ballet parking is $33 per car per day, even if you are staying at the boardwalk. There are several several elevators available for your convenience throughout the resort. The boardwalk complex has a guarded security gate and your magic band opens the security gate after your initial check-in. There are designated outdoor smoking areas, but you can't smoke in the guest rooms, as Vicki said before or even on the patios or the balconies, they will charge you a cleaning and recovery fee. And let me tell you, it is not cheap. Yeah, <laughs> it's expensive. You don't want to do that. I want to say it said $650 or something. It's yeah, it's up there. There is a business center available for shipping packages, a concierge service is available, express checkout is available, and 24-hour front desk is available. Disabled access accessible rooms are also available as we stated before. Laundry and dry cleaning are also available, and there is also a meeting and banquet facility. There are no longer any childcare facilities. It's probably, I'd say, due to COVID, right? Well, there is still um, childcare at the Beach Club. The ones that we did last week, um, the Beach Club and Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom no longer has it, but the Beach Club. So I'm wondering 
if if you're staying at one deluxe, if you can use the childcare at another one. I'm not sure if they can hmm. work that out or whatever, but I thought that was interesting that they're at some, but not others. So again, I just, I, I really think the boardwalk, not saying it's not a family place, because I know there's families that own the DVC villas, but generally I see like uh, retired couples going together, like two or three couples going together and staying there or younger couples going there and staying together without kids, just because it is more of a, like kind of a date near night atmosphere to me. I feel like that anyway. Mm -hmm. So next up is the shopping activities and recreation. There is a plethora of shopping opportunities right on the boardwalk, but it, there is also some in the Swan and Dolphin as well as the Yacht and Beach Club. Now, um, I don't know how much is in the Swan and Dolphin, but the Yacht and Beach Club marketplace is probably the smart, the smallest um, souvenir thing that I remember seeing in any of the resorts, what I, which I found pretty interesting because it is a deluxe resort, but I guess they're more worried about the resort and um, the other amenities for the guests. There is a theme swimming pool known as Luna Park, and it features a large pool with a 200-foot water slide called Keister Coaster. <laughs> There's a mouthful. It's themed as turn-of-the-century carnival, and even the water slide looks like the wooden roller coaster. Lifeguards are only on duty at Luna Pool. And this is the, if you listen to the show for a while, this is the slide that we just told you got changed, and it's have those creepy clowns <laughs> yes the creepy clown mouth is no longer where you come out it, it's real cute with mickey minnie and friends and um it looks like they're down on the boardwalk back in the air lit that we talked about earlier in this podcast there's a poolside bar um at luna park for drinks and snacks and it's shaped like a giant carousel there are two quiet pools one is located within the rose garden courtyard and the other community hall in the villa area there's an exercise facility called muscles and bustles health club it offers weights stairmaster equipment as well as steam room sauna tanning bed and massage therapy it's open 24 hours a day holy cow and seven days a week Membership is free to the Boardwalk Resort guests for the length of their stay, and guests at other Disney resorts can pay to be there a small fee based on availability. So I'm sure with COVID, the availability is lower, but honestly, I don't. I see people running and stuff at Disney, but I don't necessarily ever see the gyms where they're so packed that you couldn't get in. Right. I think the gyms are like maybe here and there. So Community Hall is on the villa side and offers a wide range of equipment such as bike rentals, tubes, noodles, videos, and tennis rackets. There's ping pong and croquet also available in addition to fishing trips. Now the fishing trips have an additional cost. There are two light, lighted surface tennis courts located on the villa side, free to boardwalk in and villa guests. So just don't try to get into stuff that you're not a part of. Don't try to resort hop because if you get caught, there is a fee for that as well. You don't need to do that. Other activities and night spots on the boardwalk includes seasonal midway games, jugglers, entertainers, hand wax molds, food vendors, and magic shows. Bike riding along the boardwalk is also a very popular thing. At night, the nightclubs and the restaurants spring to life and bring with them music, laughter, and tons of people. I think a lot of times people from other resorts wander over to yes. the boardwalk at night instead of going to Disney Springs. I would agree. A family favorite activity is renting the Surrey bikes and their rentals are available on the boardwalk itself. Um, in these bikes, you can pedal your way, way around Crescent Lake, over to the Beach and Yacht Club, and as well as to the Swan and Dolphin. It should be noted that the Surrey bikes are not allowed on the walkway to Epcot's World Showcase, and I'm sure that happens all the time. Well, they tell you when you check them, or when you rent them, so hopefully. That's good. Atlantic Dance has DJ music and dancing most evenings. Jelly Rolls features nonstop live entertainment on two dueling 
pianos as you join in the fun and sing in different surprises. Um, there is also a cover charge that applies to get into Jelly Rolls, but I don't think it's that much. No, I think it's mostly to ensure that the people will want to be there and know right. they're going to, you know, do the right thing. A right. lot of times I feel like they charge that to make sure they don't get crazy people in there. Because a lot of times, you know, when people are going from bar to bar to bar, they've already had several beverages. Right. Those people try not to go to a place that has a cover charge. So if it has a cover charge, I think a lot of establishments feel like that's safer. Yeah. At night, the boardwalk also has entertainers who invite you to participate in magical silliness. Abracadab Bar is located between the Flying Fish and Poria Al Forno and is typically open from 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. It is said to have been a secret lounge of illusion during the golden age of magic. According to the legend, magicians and illusionists would gather there after every show, attempting to outdo each other with incredible tricks before creating new cocktails. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I don't, I don't think I knew about that one. We've been to the Flying Fish though, and it is really, really good. I would say unless you're starving, share the portions because it's a little pricey. And I remember that I had too much food and I didn't have a refrigerator to save the rest of it. And I felt like I'm such a cheapskate. I felt like I was wasting food. And, well, I was wasting food, but I mean, I wished I could have given it to somebody because I didn't even touch the second piece of fish. And so somebody could have had that. Um, transportation, special offerings, and the wrap up for the boardwalk is coming up next. So whether you're on foot, or boat, or bus, or taxi, or Uber, or Lyft, which all of those are available, the boardwalk is a fantastic location, and it is. Um, for something a little extra special, there is an Epcot firework cruise available. You can rent a pontoon from the nearby yacht and beach club marina to enjoy Epcot's fireworks. Now, that's provided they're back. At this point, they're not, but when Harmonious starts up, that would definitely be a cool thing to do is go on a fireworks cruise. If you choose, you can make a birthday cruise and that includes a driver, cake, balloons, light snacks, and of course fireworks. And if your child's celebrating a birthday during your stay, birthday facilities are available at the Boardwalk in Villa Complex. And the parties can include decorated party room, personalized cake, hot dogs, hamburgers, chips, soda, balloons, candy, and swimming at Luna Park, as well as free video arcade. And I, this was really cool to me, Gina, that both the beach club and this have their own party facility for kids, which I did not realize. Hmm. So the Boardwalk Resort complex is beautifully landscaped. Be sure to stroll the grounds. Not only can you find col colorful flower beds, but you can also enjoy the quiet surroundings, fountains, and benches. With a fresh cup of morning coffee, there are many wonderful places to sit and enjoy the view. Luna Park, the quiet pools, the balcony of off the lobby, or even the boardwalk itself. All right, the next resort on our review list today is the Contemporary, which I have actually stayed recently at this resort. So I can give you some of my personal insight as we get further into the discussion. If you didn't know, the Contemporary Resort is one of the two original Walt Disney World hotels. It is located between Bay Lake and the Seven Seas Lagoon on the monorail loop that services the Magic Kingdom. It consists of a large A-frame section that they call the tower and one garden wing south, which is where I stay. The fourth floor of the tower is known as the Grand Canyon Concourse, where you will find a variety of shops and restaurants, well as the monorail station. There is also a walkway, which you need a magic band, to get to Bay Lake Tower, which is a Disney Vacation Club resort. The Contemporary offers many recreation options and also houses a large convention facility. Yes, and that was very sad when we were there in February to see how empty it was in that convention area. 
It was. I mean, there were some people going in and out of it, but it wasn't like nor what it is normally. No big uh, things going on there. Right. So some of the featured highlights of the Contemporary Resort include a short, short walking distance from the Magic Kingdom. And Gina can probably tell you that she also got to go through a special security system so she didn't have to go through with all the other Disney guests coming in to Magic Kingdom. Yep. You guys had your own security system, right? And Yep, and no line. <laughs> right. It serves as the home of the California Grill, which is a signature restaurant on the penthouse level, which boasts an incredible view of the fireworks when, of course, they're happening. Um, we've eaten at the California Grill many times, three Christmases in a row, actually. And this last time, Brad and I went for New Year's Day. And obviously, the fireworks weren't going on this last time. But it's just really cool to be there. The one really cool thing is you can either go out in the balcony. But if you don't want to go outside and you want to stay inside the resort, they pump the music into the restaurant while it's going on with the fireworks. So you still get the effect like if you were down in front of the castle, which is really nice. And you don't have, no offense to the parents that put their kids on their heads, but it doesn't have any kids on their heads in, in front of you. You have the full on view of the castle. Um, it is a monorail hotel, meaning that the monorail drives right through it. This translates to easy access to Epcot or Magic Kingdom, but we want to remind you at this time, the monorail is not running to Epcot. Gina can speak more to that because she just was there in February. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> I was so mad. Well, because so, people stay there intentionally because of that. Right. And that was like the whole reason why we stayed there. And I honestly had thought about canceling the reservation and moving over to Caribbean Beach because of it. But I, you know what, I changed, I decided to stay and it, it was worth it. Even if it was a pain in the butt to get to Epcot. So let's focus on some of the advantages of a stay at the Contemporary Resort. Some of those advantages might include that the rooms are amongst the largest of Walt Disney World, and I can attest to that. Um, <laughs> our our room, and including the bathroom, you could probably fit two rooms of the um, Caribbean Beach Resort in our room. It wow. was that big. That's it was awesome. huge. You could have danced in there. <laughs> Uh, there's also some several dining options within the resort itself, such as Chef Mickey's, um, of course, California Girl, as mentioned, and The Wave. And I do have to say that at Chef Mickey's uh, one year, we did catch the fireworks. Um, we were seated right there by the window where you can see the castle. Oh, that's awesome. The Polynesian Resort and the Grand Floridian Resort are also easy access by the monorail. But I do want to mention that you cannot get to the Polynesian right now on the monorail. Um, it will be open eventually, but you cannot use it right now, which we, what we ended up doing, because we had reservations at Kona, and we walked to Magic Kingdom, went through the security check, and then got on the resort bus to the Polynesian. It literally maybe took us 15 minutes. And another choice could be walk to the Magic Kingdom and get on one of the friendship boats, because they'll take you there as well. So that gives you two different options. The Wilderness Lodge and Fort Wilderness are just about right away, and it has one of the largest sections of recreational activities. You need at least two non-park days to do everything at this resort. So here's the 411 on the room locations and room options and room pricing, kind of pricing. 
There's both standard rooms and suites available. The standard rooms have two queen beds and a day bed or a king size bed and a day bed. And again, I want to mention that the day bed really is for a child 10 and under. Um, the rooms can accommodate up to five people plus a child under three who would use a crib. There are suites also available in various configurations and price ranges. There are two sections for rooms at the Contemporary, the Tower and the South Garden Wing, which is what Gina, you stayed the South one, right? Mm -hmm. There's also... They, there also used to be a North Garden Wing, but it was completely torn down in 2007. A new DVC property, Bay Lake Tower, replaced it and was built on that land, and it opened in August 4th of 2009. That tower is 14 stories tall and has approximately 500 guest rooms. The rooms in this section of the resort have two views, Bay Lake or Magic Kingdom parking lot. The South Garden Wing is located to the south of the tower. It is approximately 250 rooms, and you have either a water, garden, or parking lot view. The prices start around $450 in the Garden Wing standard view rooms and can go as high as $4,000 plus for certain deluxe rooms in the concierge rooms are also available on floor 12 and floor 14. Concierge services are identical on both floors except for floor 14 also has suite. There's nightly turndown service and they leave a little chocolate Mickey. We didn't get that. <laughs> well, that's because you, you weren't on the concierge service side, right? Dang it. Yeah. The concierge can make dining reservations, plan outings, answer questions, and much, much more. If you're staying in a concierge room, be sure to use the concierge because you're paying for it. That is built into your cost. I do want to mention for the um, garden wing uh, rooms, even if you do have a parking lot view, more than likely you're going to get a view of the monorail, which is what we had. We had a view of the monorail and we were able to see the tip of the castle from our room and we were on the third floor. Yeah, I think the view in that hotel is still going to be cool anyway because there's stuff all around it. Right, yeah. We could see um, Base Mountain. Oh, cool. From ours which looks super cool at night. Right, so here's a list of the general room amenities that you can expect. A small in-room refrigerator is provided. There's a small safe that is activated by a four-digit code of your choice. There is a coffee maker with coffee, which is a current coffee maker, and they give you the little K-cups, which is amazing. Um, an ironing board is provided, flat screen, TVs, room services also available, and complimentary Wi-Fi. And I do want to mention that in the bathroom, they don't have those pumps full of the shampoo and conditioner and stuff like that. They actually give you the mini bottle. Which is cool to take home and pass out to your friends. Exactly. <laughs> or keep for yourself. <laughs> this is true. Which is what I do. They have the little Mickey heads on some of them, right? Uh, mine didn't. I don't know if they have those anymore. I don't know if they do or not. So one may be asking, which location is better, the tower or the garden wing? It really depends on your taste and your budget. So tower room pros and cons are this. The pros are it's closer to the shops, the restaurants, the front desk, and the monorail station. Another pro is the fabulous views of Bay Lake and the Seven Seas Lagoon and the Magic Kingdom. The con is they are more expensive in general. Also in 2008, the contemporary began charging more for Magic Kingdom views versus the Bay Lake views. Another con is some people find the rooms to be noisy as they are located directly above the Grand Canyon concourse. However, most reviews indicate that once you are inside your room, there's very little noise that can be heard from the Grand Canyon concourse that can be attributed to the extensive soundproofing that they have in place due to noise concerns. So, and then right now they're currently refurbishing the contemporary. 
The Garden Wing pros and cons. Pro is that it's less expensive and it's generally less noisy. And the con is they are a fair hike from the monorail station and other facilities. But as Gina said, it's still a nice room to be in and very close. And it's really not as far as you think it is. You're going to be walking a lot. You might as well practice. Right? You may also be wondering if the garden rooms have balconies. They do not. Now, if you are on the first floor, there is a small patio with two chairs and a table, but beware of the bird droppings. These patios are not private. You will have to share them with your neighbor. However, if you are in a room at the end of the wing, you will get a private patio overlooking the bay or pool area on the first floor. Also a note about adjoining rooms most rooms at the contemporary have doors connecting them with a room next door if an adjoining room is warranted be sure to request it when you are booking your rooms um, your request request will be noted and disney will do their best to accommodate your needs but again adjoining rooms cannot be guaranteed Switching topics over to snacks and restaurants, which always is important to this podcast. <laughs> if you want an early morning coffee or a late night snack, you can hit up the Contempo Cafe that's located on the Grand Canyon Concourse, which is the fourth floor. It offers beverages and snacks and a few hot items. Or there's also a coffee shop contemporary grounds on the lobby level to the right of the main entrance. If you want a little more than a snack, there's also some great restaurant options such as some of these we've mentioned. The California Grill is not really a snack restaurant, but is delicious. It is a premier high-end dining restaurant, and if you do need a reservation for it because you have to take a special elevator to get to it, and if you don't have a reservation, they will not let you go up there. It has California-style cuisine and homemade or fresh-made sushi. That's some of the best sushi I've had anywhere in the United States. The views of Magic Kingdom and surrounding areas are breathtaking, and there's also an outer balcony for prime viewing at the Magic Kingdom fireworks at dinner only, obviously. The Wave is located on the first floor and a variety of upscale dishes. They serve breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we, if you listen to our trip report, I'm not sure, but we ate at the Wave for breakfast at Christmas this year. And I mean, at Christmas week. And it was amazing. I'd never eaten there. And I have to tell you, I, I will go back because I really, really enjoyed it. So well, we didn't know that you could get carry out from there. And when we first got there that night and we were starving, we went up to the Contempo Cafe and like they had a very limited menu because of COVID. And if we would have known that we could have ordered from the Wave and took it back, we would have done that. So good information for us to know. Mm -hmm. The Wave Lounge is connected to the restaurant. It features cocktails, wine, and small plates, but you can also order from their full on menu if you would choose to. Chef Mickey's used to be a buffet, but due, due, the, due to the pandemic, it is now a prefix meal but you do get to see the characters. And um, I have friends that have been to both the buffet when it was a buffet and when it was the sit down prefix and they really like it. And they really like um, how you get to see the characters. Now, obviously we're still not able to hug the characters and have them do autographs and stuff, but she felt like she actually had more time with the characters because they weren't being rushed to get to the next person and you could still get good pictures of them or you could stand six feet away and get a selfie or whatever. Um, I'm hoping to get that reservation when we take my mom this Christmas. The Contempo Cafe has breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's also an assortment of snacks and drinks, the Outer Rim Cocktail Lounge, and then the Sandbar located by the pool is seasonable, is seasonal, but it mainly serves burgers, deli sandwiches, and ice cream. But I want to tell you that we, um, the trip that we were there when Gina was there in February, we had gotten to the Magic Kingdom fairly early and done pretty much everything that we thought we were going to get to do before 
we had dinner because we knew we were coming back to the Magic Kingdom the next day. And so it was like a bonus day for us because it was those buy three ticket days mm -hmm. and then you get the tickets for free. So uh, we took the opportunity to walk over and show Jamie. I think that I know Kaylee had already been in there, but I don't know that Jamie had seen the inside of that resort before. I was trying to think, maybe she did. But anyway, we went over there and Angela was like talking us through because that is where she stayed for her honeymoon. Hmm. So why we were there, uh, we were saying that we just need a little snack to hold us over till dinner because it was like four hours till dinner, but we didn't want a big meal. And they had Mickey pretzels at that sandbar thing. And we were like, yes, we, we one thing on our bucket list for this trip was to get a Mickey pretzel. And so we just sat there and enjoyed the lake and uh, Bay Lake, because that's the lake that we were facing and listening to people swim and watching people take pictures. And it was really, really pretty. It was like a nice weathered day. So you can always do that. Just even if you're not staying at that resort, you can't use their pool facilities, but you are allowed to share other things that they have. Right. Let's quickly touch on a few other things, such as the activities, the recreation, transportation, and general hotel information. Be advised that there is a fee for overnight self-parking laundry and dry cleaning services are available and there's also a coin operated laundry machine in the garden wing um, there's tons of transportation op options you've got the monorail you have the boat you have the bus taxi uber lift um, you can walk to Magic yeah. Kingdom that was like the best part we like literally left our room um, at eight o'clock and we were walking into Magic Kingdom at 8.15. It, it was amazing. That's awesome. There are two pools that are available. The large pool is the freeform pool complete with a 17 foot high curving slide, which is right outside of the garden view rooms. Um, there's also a round quiet pool, which is more shallow around the edges and deeper in the center. Uh, cabanas are available nearby for daily or hourly rental. They include a flat screen TV, iPod docking station, resort phone, and a mini fridge. Two whirlpools have also been added, one of which is located on a peninsula which juts out in area. Um, Chris and I were going to get into that one, but it was pretty crowded the night we were talking about doing it. So we decided not to. Of course, always. <laughs> in 2009, a brand new children's water play area opened futuristic in design and kids can run and play through the fountains and the water spout. Guests can also rent a number of different watercraft from the Contemporary Marina, which we were talking about doing. We were going to rent one of those mouse boats, but we just didn't have enough time. Yeah, I feel like this place has a lot. There was something that you said that I wanted to touch on. Oh, this overnight self-parking. I did want to mention this, that if you are staying on property somewhere else and you drive over to another resort, or if you are staying off property and you're driving to one of the resorts to have a meal, they don't charge you to come in there. They do check to make sure that you have a reservation. And so don't try to just come and let in, especially with COVID now, they're being much more cautious. They take your name, they punch it into a little, um, it's like a little handheld computer and they make sure that you actually have a reservation, but they do not charge you to come and eat there, which is a nice you know, thing, I think. There are some shopping options at the Contemporary. Bayview Gifts has refrigerated chocolates and fudge, housewares and photo collectibles, ladies casual fashions, watches, jewelry, and framed art collectibles. It also has men's fashions. And uh, ironically, the first day that we were there, 
we went in this one and found my son's birthday present and my mom's birthday presents that we got. So we went ahead and bought them right away so that we didn't forget. And then we were done with the things that we had to get before we left there. Fantasia Gifts offers Disney character merchandise and clothing and a wide selection of pins. And it's located in the center. And then the Fantasia Market offers a variety of reading material like newspapers, magazines, liqueur, and refrigerated items. And this shop also stocks health and beauty items that you may have forgotten or ran out of while you were there. Spent some time in that shop. <laughs> with Did the wine. You? Oh. <laughs> so some of the special offerings, pirate adventure, most nights kids of all ages, even adults can set sail on the high seas during the Pirates and Pals fireworks voyage. Now, obviously there aren't fireworks right now, so I don't know if they're doing this. So you definitely want to check before you assume that it's there. They are doing the pirates party. They're just not doing the fireworks. Gotcha. So this adventure begins at the Contemporary Ballrooms where you'll enjoy treats and meet pirates. And shortly before the fireworks, you're board a vessel and sail onto the Seven Seas Lagoon for a prime viewing of the fireworks. Upon return, a surprise guest is waiting for you. I wonder if it's Jack Sparrow. That would be amazing. It is. It is. Or, well, actually there's two. There's two surprises. You can either get Captain Jack or Peter Pan. Just depends. That's awesome. You could have Smee or Captain Hook would be good even. I think they might have had, had, do change up those, but I do know Peter Pan was one for sure. So fireworks viewing can be easily seen from the Contemporary Resort. One of the best spots is the 15th floor, of course, the California Grill, but you have to dine there to be able to use their um, little walkway to do that. The music accompanies the fireworks like I talked to you and it's piped into the restaurant. Another thing I wanted to say is on that floor where they have Fantasia Marketplace and the Bayside Gifts or whatever the name of the restaurant is, our, excuse me, Bayview Gifts. Mm -hmm. On that same floor, there is a walkout area like you're going to the Bay Lake Tower. And I just went out there to get a phone call and they have limited seating, but they have seating out there. Mm -hmm. Like you can go out there and sit and I was not aware of that. So if you're staying at the resort or you happen to be in that resort and fireworks, I would encourage you to go out there because it's a nice area. And even if you don't have a seat, you can stand and there's plenty of room. Yeah, it was a big area out there. Yeah, it was very cool. And I have been in the Contemporary several times and never realized that until I had to find a quiet place to, to hear a phone call. So the electrical water pageant is also at the Seven Seas Lagoon that you can see from the Contemporary. It's something that's been going on for years and years where they have the water on, I mean, excuse me, they have lights on the water. I have water on the light. No, they have lights on the water and it's, it's a really cool show if you've never done it before. You also could have a good view if you were eating from up high. And we have seen that from the Contemporary before. We caught it when we were coming out of Magic Kingdom. It's just a really cool thing. Um, I know that they had talked about maybe not bringing it back. And I think I might have cried because I really, really enjoy sometimes when you're walking in the bus, just standing there and enjoying that. I don't care. You're going to have to wait in line for a bus most of the time when it's the end of the night anyway. Right. So I just as soon stand there and watch the electrical parade go by. Well, thank you, Gina, for helping me dive deeper into a couple more deluxe Disney resorts. Um, I had a lot of fun. So listeners, just be sure to listen. We'll have some more reviews coming soon. We are going to have a trip report next week. Um, so this will break it up a little bit, but we didn't want to stop the trip reports as well because we know that people like to hear those too, to hear from different people from all over. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like a book to book a trip, 
or you want a free quote, you can contact us at Your Story Travel for just a $200 refundable deposit. You can hold your reservation. So contact us today. If you are wanting to go anytime July on, I would encourage you to really start thinking about booking that now because as the year goes on, the stuff is really booking up. Mm -hmm. We found out that 4th of July is now booked for the, all the parks except for um, annual pass holders. And a lot of times guests coming in from all over don't have annual passes. So if you're thinking about going there for 4th of July or sometime in the near before 2021 is over, contact one of us and we will help you. It's, at, it's a complimentary service, it's no charge to you. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or Your Story Travel TikTok account at Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Gina, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends.